What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy Harper, as your host. It is June 15th, 2015, and I am here to empower you to know what you know about your animal. Um, a little bit more about me, I am a doctor of chiropractic, a certified animal chiropractor, an access consciousness facilitator, and energetic magic with animals practitioner. And today, we are going to be talking with my special guest, Alicia Evans. She is the inventor of the Walk and Think Humane Dog Walking and Training System. Um, we're going to talk about what is the Walk and Think Harness. Um, how will this harness help my dog not pull? And how can this training tool affect your dog's behavior and their health? Um, throughout this hour, I invite you to join us, ask your questions, share your animal stories, and um, come along on this radio adventure. And you can reach us in a variety of ways. You can call them in at 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, in the U.K., 033-0001-0625. You can always Skype them in at a2zen.fm. The chat room may be the easiest and in my interesting point of view, the, the funnest, because that's a real word, funnest place to join us. Um, and go to www.a2zen.fm. Along the top, choose chat room, follow the directions. Um, you can see all the comments that don't quite make it on air. Um, and um, you can add your own, ask your questions right there. So before we meet our guest, um, let's expand out as big as the room you're in, as big as the building, as big as the town. Expand that a little bit more, as big as your country, as big as the world, and in front of you, behind you, down, up, all direction, and as big as the universe. So let's ask all of our animals to join us, and what would the animals like the world to know? So, Alicia Evans, how are you, and welcome. I am really well. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me on your show. Awesome. Alicia is a professional animal communicator, animal healer, and holistic dog trainer for over 20 years. Um, and she has success successfully assisted thousands of animals and their humans with their health, behavioral, emotional, and spiritual issues. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, she is the inventor of the Walk and Think Humane Dog Walking and Training System and the Walk and Think Harness. She's the author of the Instinct Dog Training Method, Six Secrets Your Dog Wants to Teach You to unleash your greatness. Um, you can check out her website at walkinsync.com. So it's W-A-L-K-I-N-S-Y-N-C. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm sitting here in L.A. airport on a very foggy day. <laughs> and I'm so glad to be on your show. Um, Alicia and I have known of each other for many years. This is actually the first time we've actually even spoken, and we actually have never met, so I'm excited. Um, I'm very familiar. I am. I'm like, I'm very familiar with your harness, but I want some of the backstory on this. How did this all come apart? So what um, what is a walk and sink harness? Let's just start there. So walk and sink is actually, it's a harness and a leash. It's a front clip 
harness, and then I paired it with a leash that has flat rubber handles on it, so it makes it really easy for the human to be very consistent and never, ever get leash burn again, which is yes. huge because I know I've had it, and it's it's not fun. Mm-mm. I have other Mm-mm. things I'd rather have happen than that. <laughs> And it's a nylon leash. I mean, I've had leather leash burn. That's worse. But the nylon, not fun. But those hand grips on that leash, they are amazing. I know. And, I, you know, as I was designing it, I love the concept of the front clip leash. Um, I had a dog 20 years ago named Barney. And Barney was the cutest chocolate lab you've ever seen and the most untrainable dog ever. And, you know, I can't fault Barney because the truth is back then, I mean, I always had dogs. I always loved them, but I didn't really know anything about training. I didn't know anything about how animals actually communicate, how they really teach each other, you know, through different energies. And so I'm sure I was a pretty type A mess, and Barney was doing his best to teach me stuff. So... Mm-hmm. um we tried everything. I mean, we tried uh, a choke chain, we tried a prong collar, we tried a nose halter, and every single thing that I used on my dog that I was told by the trainers hurt my dog. And literally, that was the first time I had started 20 years ago was when I first got introduced to chiropractic. And one day, I had had the nose halter on Barney, and he kept scratching his face, scratching his face, and he yanked his neck out in a really weird way. And what happened was the next day I went to touch his neck. And thank God I knew a little bit, you know, about what the possibilities could have been. But I had to bring him to a chiropractor to get his neck adjusted because he knocked out C2 and C3. But had I not known, you know, he could have lived with that. But it would have compromised his entire system, would have compromised his behavior and his health. So he was really the impetus after a really bad choke chain accident um, years ago that I just said, forget it. You know, I've got to find a way to do something different. So walk and think really was a promise to my dog that I made 20 years ago and about four and a half years ago, I was using front clip harnesses, but I didn't like the design because the biomechanics were off. Pretty much every front clip harness on the market goes across the dog's chest and therefore it puts an impingement in the shoulder joint. And you know, as a chiropractor, and especially for puppies, you never, ever want to block the range of motion or growth plates um, for a growing puppy. And you really don't want to limit the range of motion to actually fix a behavioral issue. So I meditate, and one day I kept asking the universe, I said, please show me something I can use for the dogs that would really fit my requirements of proper biomechanics, safety, and it works. And I saw the vision of a horse harness, actually, uh, how how they put the harness over the horse's head. And all of a sudden, I was like, I think I can translate this. And so that's really how Walk and Think, the harness itself was born. And then I realized, okay, I've got the dog safe. Well, now I have to do something for the humans. So I thought about what's the biggest requirement, and it's like it's consistency. So I thought about the leashes, and I thought about maybe putting a knot in the leash so, you know, at least you had the same consistent distance. And then all of a sudden the idea came in for the flat handles, and I was like, okay, let's try this out. And, man, it was like all the dogs get it. So I was thrilled. 
Yeah, and, and and if anyone has noticed what she said a couple times, which I think is awesome, consistency for the humans. There was no mention of consistency for the dogs. It was all about <laughs> it, if the person is consistent, what can we create in the animal? Um, and so I love that. I love how you said that a couple times. Because it's, I always, I do say a lot that it's the animal's never the problem; it's the people. Um, yeah, and I that, mean, and that the animals develop problems, but they don't. If they were in a natural pack structure, you know, where we had a leader dog and somebody that was very clear about boundaries, the one, the first thing, the the first secret in my book is that if you want a consistent dog, you have to be a consistent human leader. And that's where the dogs actually go off balance because in and of themselves, they won't develop a lot of behavior issues. But pair them with a human that is not consistent, and this is why I think we have so many, you know, the number one reason why dogs go to shelters is behavior issues that are preventable, you know. Absolutely. And what if a lot of the behaviors or the problems we label them are just them trying to communicate with us that what you're doing is not working for me and I'm trying my best here? and so, yeah, I, I, I love the thought process behind all of that. Um, and when I started chiropractic oh, almost 13 years ago with, with mostly dogs, people would ask, and they still ask, collar, harness, this, that. And they, there was a long period of time there where I'm like, ah, almost like pick your poison because those harnesses would just restrict the shoulder movement so much. Mm-hmm. As a chiropractor, I'm like, that's not going to work, but dragging either the person or the dog around by the neck isn't working. So it, I would, mm-hmm. I, at the time, would tell people, alternate so we don't have one single problem going on. <laughs> Let's have little ones that I can fix all over the place. Not a great fix. Um, I see your harness a lot on my clients now. Um, we have mutual trainers that, we, you know, utilize your harnesses and then refer them over to me. So I see them a lot. Um, they're very easy to put on. They're, you know, a lot of a lot of times when owners go to pick up harnesses, the dog's like, ah, don't stick that on me. Um, I don't see that with your harness. It's very, you know, I can figure out how to put it on. Um, some harnesses you can't. Um, Trust me, I'm a trainer and I was like, what? Like, do I need the instruction? But really? You know, I, I, I have owners put their own harnesses on backwards all the time on their own dogs yeah. in my office. Yep. <laughs> so, so again, exactly. is there, is, can we talk a little bit more about the different clips and sure. your different options out there? Because a lot of them are on the back of the dog. Yep. And so I, I enjoy the entertainment of them dragging their owners around, but it's not any fun for the people involved. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, when that you know, when we have, when we look at, okay, so I'm an animal communi- communicator first, okay, so I always check in with the dogs because they have a completely different take and awareness than a lot of the times mm-hmm. what the people will see. But I'm also an, an animal healer, and I and I termed it H E E L E R because you know I spend so much time working mm-hmm. with behavioral issues and teaching healing. But I'm very familiar um, and very skilled with bodies and and biomechanics and body work. And then the training part kind of came in last. But what's been so fascinating for me is that I'm so grateful that I had that grounding 
you know, of being able to communicate clearly. Checking in with the dogs, what am I missing here? You know, most trainers learn from other humans. I've learned from the dogs. So when I started watching what the biomechanical issues were, when you have a back clip harness, a dog was designed to pull. So if you are behind their front legs, they can dig in their front legs. They're going to stay in their head in an instinctual way. So let's just say they see a squirrel, okay, and you got them on a rear clip harness. It's very rare, unless you're going to stay on there for 15 minutes, that you're actually going to get that dog to back off of his energy and say, oh, okay, sorry, I lost my mind there a little bit. Now let's go. So I started recognizing that rear clip, you don't really have control. You're just putting a dog back in a leadership position, which is what they were kind of designed to do if they're going to pull. When you switch it to the front clip, most of the front clips that I was seeing, because they go across the chest and because they limit range of motion to the shoulder joints, you're going to get repetitive issues. The first thing I actually saw, which was kind of embarrassing, is that the um, your dog agreed. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. So the first embar- the, the the worst part for me was when I started recommending easy walks. I get clients that go, "Hey, great! I love the front clip, but I just spent 125 bucks at the vet because it chafed my dog." So those were clips. Mm-hmm. Right, the buckle always landed up right underneath, like the right. If you put it on the correct way, it landed up underneath the right armpit, and there's a lot of chafing. Not to mention when the dog hits the boundary of the distance of the leash. They have to kind of keep turning themselves. So they'll turn themselves to the left or they'll turn themselves to the right, but it squishes their shoulders together. So not only do you have the squishing of the shoulders together, throwing off their biomechanics, you also have the repetitive use. Neither of those actually teaches the dog to back off of their own energy. It actually it gives a boundary, but it but it's not the actual collection point of the dog. So as I've been doing this, what I actually learned and discovered that nobody is really talking about is right at the chest bone, if you put the clip there and you have a solid boundary and you just relax and you allow the dog to um, have to own the fact that they're actually putting pressure on it, it takes them out of their instinctual mind. It brings them back into being aware of where their body is in space and time. And it actually, a lot, they make the choice of backing up. So when you have a dog that's like already pulling and you're trying to grab it away, it hasn't really changed anything. Uh, it, because the dog has to change its own brain in order for the new habit to form. You can trick them with a cookie, but it's not the same thing. It's like, well, what do you do if you don't have a cookie? Your dog's not going to listen. So what I learned with Walk and Think was that there is actually a collection point and and i mean we've had ten thousand dogs use this thing and when the collection point is in the right place and you have a clear boundary and you just relax the dog is going to back up on their own and they learn that anytime they hit pressure they make the choice of lowering their energy and walking with you very cool we're going to take a real quick break we're going to come back to that um what you're calling the collection point, and then the relaxation of the person, <laughs> which um, is all about the energy. So we'll be right back, and we're going to talk with Alicia Evans once again. 
Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome forward, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Again, I invite you to join me and my guest, Alicia Evans, the inventor of the Walk and Sync Humane Dog Walking and Training System, including the Walk and Sync Harness. Um, check out just how easy it is to chat in your question live at www.a2zen.fm. Click on chat room along the top of the home page and follow those directions. You can always email me later directly at drandy at harpersridge.com. How can they get a hold of you, Alicia? Um, you can email me at info at dog walk in sync, S-Y-N-C dot com. Um, and I will be happy to answer any questions and just in the reference bar put Dr. Andy's Magical Show. Awesome. And then her website is is amazing. There are videos upon videos upon videos, and that is at www.walkinsync.com. So W-A-L-K-I-N-S-Y-N-E.com. Um, and, and as a listener of Dr. Andy's Magic Radio Show, um, you're offering 15% off one five yeah. and off a walk and sync when they order one. So how awesome is yeah. that? So Dr. Oh. the discount code is D R capital A fifteen one five. Nice. And okay, all your that. will get fifteen percent off. And they can also too if they'd like sign up for my newsletter because like on a monthly basis, I offer discounts also on different different uh, products and services. And we also have a book that I've written, The Instinct Dog Training Method, and also have a home study course. It's a seven-week home study, um, which, you know, you could take it in seven weeks. You can take it in seven days. (laughs) It's up to you. But it really helps. The system itself is really cool because, I mean, I've had people that, you know, my biggest concern was, great, I built it. It keeps working. That's amazing. But maybe it's working because I'm with the people. You know, and mm-hmm. I I really just thought, well, if it's gonna have merit, then I need to test it out. And kid you not, I mean, I'm we've been working on expanding the company and talking to investors. And when investors hear, we have a less than one percent return rate. They're just their jaws drop because it's like no company has a less than one percent return rate. And I'm like, that's how good this thing is. It's just, <laughs> you know, it, it really works. <laughs> so and it's the you said there's a seven week training 
go over that. Is that for yeah. anybody that wants to, like, yep. Yep. build their relationship apply. with their animal? Absolutely. And you can apply that 15% off to anything. Um, so what happens in the seven-week course, so the tools are awesome because I can just put those in anyone's hands and say, look, here's the three easy steps. And when you order the um, the system, which is the harness and the leash, you, the videos automatically come to you. You get a link, you sign mm -hmm. in, there's a username and a password. You get to watch that right away. What I really go into in the book and the home study course, and the book is actually part of the home study course, is really helping you understand who do you need to be in order for your dog to understand you properly. And the coolest thing that's happened as a result of, of doing Walk and Think I started, the dogs really started telling me, like, they're like, listen, you keep saying these six things over and over and over to every client. And when you say them, the human shifts. So they were like, put this into a book because, you know, so much of our leadership, we're compensating so many of us. And I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I was compensating so much with my leadership with my chocolate lab because I go to anger right, instead mm -hmm. of going to potency. I didn't know what potency was. I just thought you get angry, you get mad, and then all of a sudden the dog somehow knows you're serious. And what I have been learning is the dog knows. Right? That's great. That's great. That's great. No, that's, yeah. yeah. So anger energy, which triggers your liver because you're, like, now stressed out, and then you start to get pissed off, it goes up. It, it's like literally, like, why does a dog start barking? Because their energy level is going up. And they don't know how to release the energy. Well, what the dog started showing me about, what, because I have an alpha female and she's a wolf hybrid. And watching her, she never goes up. She drinks, she brings her energy straight down. And mm -hmm. she gets potent. I mean, she'll stare at a dog not to go into attack. She wants to avoid that at all costs. But She'll raise her energy to the level she needs to to say, I wouldn't mess with me if I were you. But it's never, it's so rare that it ever even has to go past that. So she, I learned like how dogs actually channel their energy into a really potent way. They take the anger and they transform it into potency when it goes downward. Where what is humans, most of us do is we just keep going up. We think, oh, you must not have heard me, so let me scream at you. It's like, no, I heard you. I'm just not listening to you. <laughs> and then you can only raise your volume, you know, so much. Right. So it's been mind-blowing to me having created the system. And then literally, like on a daily basis, I love going to work every day because I keep learning new stuff from the dogs. You know, they keep showing me, like, what is the real deal? about communicating with you guys in a language that you guys understand. The walk and sing tools help do it on a physical body level because the dog gets it when they when they feel the pressure at the chest and then putting the leash in the human's hands, the human starts to understand how much less they need to do. They just have to hold a clear boundary and be calm and the dogs get it. And it has been so cool, Dr. Annie, to see these relationships transform and honestly, we're not really working so much with the dog's behavior as we're working with the human's understanding how to keep their energy balanced and where it needs to be. So it has been a fascinating journey for me over the last three and a half years of 
hearing what everybody's saying about the scientific role of dog training, and I'm like, wow. And then I think I've discovered the art of dog training, you know, based on how energies work and how dogs really learn. So it's been so cool. Absolutely, and I love how you you keep coming back to the language of energy. And what if that's everybody's first language? And how much more are the are the dogs masters of it? And we just keep missing it. <laughs> I call um, them furry gurus. They're furry they, gurus. Like yes. they are our teachers of how to master our breath energy. They're teachers of how to master. You know, when when we feel energies that sort of start running away with us, how do we get, how do we transform those back into energies that we actually use for our power and our potency, not against someone else? So it's been, it's so cool. They are furry gurus. That's my, that's my very belief. <laughs> and that's I already, awesome. I already have the book title in, so anybody out there thinking to write a book on it, I'm like, I've already got the book title. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome is that? Yeah, so do you, I know you have the book. What's the title again in the book? The title of the book here, is, is Instinct Dog Training Method, and it's six secrets that your dog wants to teach you to unleash your greatness. Awesome. Um, and so you already mentioned um, relaxation. Is that one of the one of the secrets? And do you mind sharing another secret? We won't give them all away. Sure. You have to by no, no problem. Well, the first thing that I do, I talk about the foundation of our breathing because our breathing is a level of energy and a frequency which our dogs read. Like if your breathing is up in your chest, Okay, your dog can sense this, and they're like, okay, your stress intense. So dogs know one of two things. It's kind of like somebody has to be in charge. So I'm in charge or you're in charge. I don't really care, but one of us has to be in charge because in a dog's brain, that's how they pretty much think about everything. Now, you can have a really sweet lab that's awesome and that kind of takes charge, but you'll also see a lab that can't really always calm themselves down. You know, they'll, they'll have a person mm-hmm. that, like, lets them lead the walk, and then it, you know, starts with there, and they break little boundaries. So the first thing that I teach is breathing. But that's not one of the secrets. That's just, that's just sort of like the foundation of working with the instinct method, that we get you breathing through your belly, through your parasympathetic nervous system, noticing when you get tense and then asking you to take a breath because if you're nervous, your dog's going to take charge, whether they're a good leader or not a good leader. So that's the first place you start. My number one rule is consistency. You know, like like in retail, Mm -hmm. they say, okay, what's the number one thing in retail? Location, location, location. Well, (laughs) in training, it's consistency, consistency, consistency. That's that's massive. If you want a consistent dog, you need to be a consistent human. Do not expect anything of your dog or your children or your spouse <laughs> that you are not willing to first own yourself. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the second thing I love that, I, that. Yeah. The second thing I teach my um clients and share with them is that you have to say what you mean and mean what you say. Yeah. Because I have clients so many okay, sit, sit, sit. Okay, sit, sit, sit. It's like the dog isn't deaf. 
they're not listening to you because you are not clear about what you want. You're nervous and that you're asking your dog to do something, but they're like, hey, listen, if you're not clear, why should I be clear? So, so I'm going to stop you right I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop you right there because listeners might be like, well, what's not clear about fit? And what well, I'm hearing okay. come, come from you is the energy behind it. It is, and the one thing that no dog trainer will ever tell you, probably except for me, is that a dog's primary form of communication is actually pictures. It is not words. As humans, we have been so trained out of not realizing how completely telepathic we are. And all telepathy means is the picture that you're holding in your mind. That's all it means. So when I ask a dog to sit, okay, I'm not looking at the dog standing when I ask for a sit. I am actually picturing a mental picture in my mind of the dog sitting, and then my words are in alignment with sit, and then my intentions are in alignment with sit. So what I learned from the dogs is there's three major energy centers in terms of their communication, your thoughts, your words, and that place right around your belly button where you hold and have your intention. Most people have a backwards picture. They're showing their dog standing. They're showing the opposite of what they want. Then they ask for what they want, so they believe they're doing it correctly. And then the energy in their belly gets all screwed up because they're like, whoa, I'm frustrated. I'm telling the dog to sit. I'm like, yeah, but you're showing the dog the opposite picture. And unless you correct your picture and get really clear and really in alignment that your picture, your words, and then your intentions are extraordinarily clear, you're not really going to get your dog's attention. And just, I use just when dogs are puppies, just to shape certain things, to teach them certain stuff. But whenever I'm reforming a dog with walk and think, I never use treats because a treat is not the same thing as you holding really, really clear energy. And when you use treats, you're constantly stoking up the dog's stomach energy. And the Chinese believe that the stomach and the soundness and the health of the stomach is what actually keeps a sound and balanced mind. So if you're constantly feeding treats, your dog's paying attention to the treat, but I don't know if your dog's paying attention to you. And in my book and what I've learned from the dog, You've got to establish a healthy energy balance and bond between the two of you. So God forbid you're ever in an emergency situation. Your dog really can hear you and where your level of seriousness is that you need them to listen right now. Because most people, something happens and they freak out. You freak out. You get your dog running away from you. You're seeing your dog running away. You're screaming, come, and your energy's all frantic. The dog's like, you're nuts. I'm not going to come to you. You're, you're not safe. So I really work <laughs> a lot with my clients on how to, and this is why I call them furry gurus. I mean, mm-hmm. very few people are really teaching this on a level of this kind of clear alignment. And I love it because it's, like, awesome. I get to work with people and I get to, you know, help them get balanced energetically. And it's so fun because we work with the dogs and it's just so easy. 
Very cool. Well, unfortunately, I have to stop you. We have to take another break. But we're going to come back sure. and, and, and we're going to talk more about clear alignment. There's a question in here um, in the chat room that um, I would love to ask you. And um, we're going to get some more energetic insight from Alicia Evans, the inventor of the walk and sync, when we come back. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio. So along with hanging out with you every Monday on www.a2zen.fm, I do have a practice called Animal Magic in Dog-Centered Family Care in Denver, Colorado, where we offer chiropractic care, laser therapy, massage, acupuncture, aromatherapy, energetic magic sessions, dog training, beyond animal communication, bars, pet portraits, telecalls, classes, workshops for animals and their people. They kind of go hand in hand. Uh, when I went into animals, um, or a lot of people think they go and work with animals because they don't have to work with people, and I'm like, ah, someone's always holding that leash. Um, so it's not <laughs> just the animals. Um, as my guest, Alicia Evans, is giggling in the background as we've been talking about the people more than the dogs. And I actually just put in the chat room, I was like, oh, no, I thought we were just going to talk about a harness. So how cool is this conversation about um, clear, clear alignment, clear communication with your animal, having your intention match your words, match your pictures. So let's talk a little bit more about pictures. So a lot of animal communicators talk about these pictures with animals. Either you get pictures from them or you give them pictures. And Rioja in the chat room is like, how do I show her pictures? Um, <laughs> how do I show her what I don't see? Like, you know, people struggle with that. How do you explain it to your clients? So the way that I look at it, it's almost like what you're looking at is what you're focusing on because it's right in front of you. But you also have the ability to consciously choose what you're choosing to see. So a lot of the times, like when people do visualization work, Okay, I think anybody can relate to that. You close your eyes, you conjure up a picture of what you are wanting to see or wanting to happen. And that's all this really is. So remember the game that, like, you know, somebody would say, okay, I'm going to mentally think of a number from 1 to 10, and you think, like, for whatever reason, you could see it on the other person's forehead. 
you know, you were using kind of like your third eye, the energy in your forehead, to try and tap into what they were picturing. That's really all it is. I mean, when you look at a photograph, you know, let's say you went on vacation, you took a picture of something. So when I go to show that to a friend, when I get home from vacation, even though we've labeled it a picture, really what that is is it's telepathy. It's just showing someone a picture or a visualization of what you want. Sometimes we do this consciously, you know, like if I'm asking a dog to sit, with my eyes open, I have a very clear picture in my third eye of seeing the dog sitting while I'm asking them to sit, so then my energy's in alignment and the dog can understand. And so I do that consciously. Unconsciously, I'm looking at the dog, not realizing I have the ability to do this, and not realizing I have the dogs have this is their primary form of communication. I look at the dog standing thinking, well, that's the only thing I can do. So I'm just waking people up to the um, awareness that we are completely telepathic. We need to hold clear pictures for these animals because it's their primary form of communication. Then we can speak the word. Then we can, then the energy is in alignment and it flows and you get what you want from your animal. And it's so much easier on both of you. <laughs> Ah, ease. Um, who would like more ease in their lives with their animals? Me, 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 <laughs> me too. <laughs> always, always um, want ease. I'm laughing because I, I'm in LA because a client called me um, to come out and train her two and a half pound, six month old Pomeranian puppy. <laughs> and, you know, very, Cutest very, thing, right? very high end. Oh, she's so cute. And the mom. <laughs> Super, you know, massive billionaire, and I am not kidding you, billionaire. Like they own several very, very large companies, and it is hilarious because in 24 hours, what this little dog learned just by me being in alignment with her, the clarity of pictures. She's six months and she's never had any real training. She was mm-hmm. able to do six. She understands down. She understands how to walk on a leash. She understands how to be quiet. She understands how to stay. And everything that I started out working with her on was all pictures. And, I mean, literally, I mean, her mom said, you're a genius. I was like, well, thanks. You know, I love the compliment, but I'm not kidding. That's a secret weapon that you have to show them pictures. And it helps them learn so fast. Like, what this little dog learned at six months in 24 hours, it would have taken, another trainer would have been working her once a week for, like, seven weeks. So it's it's it I don't know it's my secret weapon and it works. I mean it's just I have not had it fail yet. <laughs> nice. So what do you leave with the owner now that you're not there? Because you just went through all well, of this in 24 hours and yep. I show the owner. I set them up first. I have to teach the dog to understand what I'm asking for. So first thing is that I know she knows what it is. Second thing is the consistency part, but because it can only fly out for the weekend, I leave them with the tools. So I share this with my clients. I share the pictures. You know, remember that you have to be really clear in your pictures of what you're asking her for. You have to be clear with your breathing because if you are stressed out, don't work with your puppy at that point. And so I will work 
the behavior with the dog to train them what I'm asking for. And then what happens is I leave them with the skills of all you need to do is have a clear picture, do this with her, maybe, you know, ask her for five times, and then do it a bunch of times a day. That's all I need you to do. Just stay consistent with what I taught her, and she'll be great. So how cool is that? So I show them how to do the same things. I just break it down into the really simple steps. And you have a, where I'm going to throw in a little bit of the harness because, you know, people might. Do you have I a mean, enough yes. harness for that? Do you want to have yes, some dogs? I mean, yes, it's the cutest thing ever. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cute. This is so cute. So I don't have it in my regular production line, although we're going to mm-hmm. start making them because even, like, the littlest dogs, they need to be trained. This little dog is in a very high-energy household. There's a lot of staff. In and out, there's a lot of parties. I mean, some of the most influential people on the planet are in this house, you know, different occasions. Mm -hmm. And this little dog was so stressed out because she had no grounding because everything's always in motion. So just in, you know, 48 hours, I was able to help her calm down, find her center. She learned how to walk on a leash. I keep the harness on her because it gives her a good awareness of her body and space and time, and she feels calmer and safer in it. And so she she know, wears it twenty four seven, maybe not sleep in it. Well, we no, we we take off at night. Yeah, you know, okay. but it's little and it's not going to impinge any of her body movement. But you know, it's like people are making the thunder shirt. The thunder shirt is great for anxiety, but the time by the time you get to anxiety, there's five things before the anxiety that you can actually do to help the dog let go of that energy. So for her, starting her out with training and putting her right into the harness right away, you know, any puppy that you put on a, on a harness or in a collar, they're going to pull. They're going to mm-hmm. resist that thing because it's like, wait a minute, I'm not free anymore. So one of my also you know, other pieces of designing this was, listen, I don't care if the dog's going to pull and, and, you know, need to do what they need to do to figure it out. I just don't want it to be around their neck where they could pull, like, C1 or C2 out of balance. And for the average person, they're not even going to know that C1 or C2 got knocked out of balance. And you're going to have, you know, health issues or you're going to have behavioral issues because of it. So the mm-hmm. harness, at least, because of where it sits, is not going to pull anything out of out of whack. And so, you know, a puppy can learn to walk on it really quick, and we don't have any issues with the neck. Very nice. Um, so is, is, I'm going to jump back to the pictures, and then we're going to jump back to the harness really quick, and then we have to take a break. Sure. Um, is the picture a muscle everyone can build? Is it a little bit of a muscle? Um, is there a little bit of practice for the people to work with, or you um, just, or is it just a conscious? I need to show yeah. pictures. It's both. So both. Is, is it a muscle? Yes, because it's like in order to really strengthen it, so that you're doing it kind of automatically. It's like a muscle, so that you want to be aware consciously that you're kind of building it every day. And it's also something that it's a natural part. I mean, it's built into us, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, I mean, it, not everybody sees pictures. I mean, you, you have people that are clair, 
buoyant who see pictures. You have people that are clairaudient who hear words. And then you have people that are clairsentient and they have like an overall feeling about something. So what we're really working with is clairvoyant part of seeing. And anybody that's ever closed their eyes and imagined, you know, their dream vacation or imagined something that they want to create or manifest in their lives, this is, it's that simple. It's just remembering, oh, I got to see the picture in my mind before I ask the dog to do what I'm asking them to do. So it's not anything, I mean, little kids completely have it. We tend to shut it down in them. Mm -hmm. But any of us, we all have it. There is not a person on the planet that cannot, you know, visually picture something. I mean, of course, you know, if we have, like, impairments to the brain and things like that, that would probably be a little different. Um, But we are all born with it. Very cool. Awesome. Let's take one more break, and then we're going to talk about exactly how to get a harness and what sizes are offered and how to get a hold of you again and what all you offer. Um, But we're winding down here on um, Dr. Andy's Magic Radio Show with guest Alicia Evans, the founder, inventor of the Walk-In Sink. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atozen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome, welcome. Um, we are back. I am here with my guest, Alicia Evans, the inventor of the Walk and Sink Humane Dog Training System and Harness. So we talked about it fitting a two and a half pound dog and up to how big? Up to well, we have extra larges that go up to two hundred and twenty-five pounds. Our our basic line starts with an extra small, so it's it's a four-pound dog all the way up to 160 pounds, and we've, you know, we've made extra larges for dogs that are 190 and 200 pounds. Awesome. And a variety of colors, and all of that can be found on your website, correct? Correct. They come in red, chocolate brown, turquoise, and black. And you can go right on our site. Um, There's a sizing chart on the second drop-down. It's a sizing chart. And go on there and take a look. Um, you can measure your dog or kind of go by the weight all the way on the right-hand side of that, um, of that screen. 
Sorry, and what? I'm so sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, every system comes with the harness and the leash, and you get um, access to the instruction videos. And then um, there's always an option if you want to purchase the book. There's a special if you purchase the book with the harness and the leash. Awesome. And then you talked about the seven-week training program that's also available on your website. If Yep, that's the Instinct Home Study course. So that'll give home you a lot more in-depth. That goes way more into the philosophy. You know, some mm-hmm. people just want the, um, hey, I've got a problem. I've got to fix it. i got to fix it now. Okay, use the tools. Other people really want to go, hey, listen, I've tried everything else. It's not really working. I need to do something differently. Or I want to start out with a different foundation for my dog. Because as much as treat training is awesome because it's positive, I have had to retrain a lot of dogs and a lot of humans that really, you know, it's good for certain things. But, you again, I can't strongly emphasize enough you want to create that energy bond that that's what really gets created when dogs train other dogs, and that's how they understand and learn to function as a pack. So I teach you in the course, you know, the difference between human emotional love and love and respect that dogs have for each other. Because with dogs, it's unconditional, but you've got to go with respectful behaviors first. Where humans, we let the dogs get away with a ton, and then we get pissed off at them, because we're throwing so much emotional love at them. And trust me, it's not making your dog that much happier. And especially I find it all the time with rescues. We have the people that are throwing so much emotional love at a dog because, you know, unfortunately awful things happen to them. But the reality yeah, they have a story. Is, yeah. And it's like, I mean, I have clients that's like, how long have you had your rescue dog? Well, seven years. I'm like, get over it. It's your dog now, you know, like, like we're not going to tell the story anymore and you're going to gain leadership. And people really believe that by giving the, that the way that we as humans give the emotional love, that that's going to correct behavioral stuff. And that is not the way dogs do it. So everything that I do and everything that I teach, it is based on really the information from the dog and how they handle the energetics of it of training and behaviors and, you know, working together. Yeah. And that's awesome. in the seven-week course. Yeah. So the website is www.walkinstinct.com. Um, I'm sure there's a place to email you directly from the website if they have any other questions. Do you have – do you do sessions? Are you taking on training? You have mm-hmm. so much going on. Do you have any events yeah. going on? Where are you located? I'm actually located out of Emma, Colorado, which is about 20 minutes from Aspen. So I live up in the mountains, and I do, you know, I do travel. I travel for private clients. I travel and teach workshops because a lot of the workshops I've seen, and there are some amazing trainers, and these are super high-end, you know, people that travel all over the world. And I sit there, and I'm like, I can't believe that you think that the issue is totally fixed right now based on a cookie. You know, so I'm really working with people showing the difference between the energy balance, how quiet things actually become when you really get in sync with your dog. And I'm also teaching, it's kind of like self-development for humans working with the dogs. The dogs are really like the biofeedback, 
you know, mechanisms that show us immediately if we're in sync with ourselves or we're not. And the messages that I get from the dogs is, please help our humans, you know. I get those too. Yeah, it's like it's not just about training us fairly, but can you really help this person, like, understand how to master their own energy so that they're relaxed and they're clear and they don't freak out about stuff and they can, you know, understand Mm -hmm. how to be their best selves. That's why it says, you know, six secrets to unlocking your greatest potential (laughs) as taught by the dogs. (laughs) As taught by the dogs, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how how awesome is that? So next week on um, Dr. Andy's Magic Radio Show, we are going to have Dr. Judy Jasek. She's a holistic veterinarian, and we're going to talk about vaccinations. Um, what a traditional vaccination schedule is, what actually is required for your dog, how have things changed in the last few years, Um, all of your questions about um, vaccinations and what is really required um, by the law and by your animal. Um, So join us next Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. We've got just a couple more minutes. So um, as a certified animal chiropractor, I'd like to remind everyone that this is information was provided for informational purposes only, not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness. If you or your animal have a health concern, you are encouraged to seek the counsel of a veterinarian who is knowledgeable in your area of interest. And, of course, I left you like one stinking minute, but I want to tell everybody about your um, trainhumane.org, your Train Humane mm-hmm. Day in September. Can you just say a few words about that for everybody? Sure. Um, I started that because I really felt like there needed to be way more education about the tools, how they fit, what the dogs really know about why certain tools work and why they don't. So I thought, you know what, the greatest way to do anything is to get just get other people involved. So on um, the 15th, I asked for everybody that I knew that blogged, that had a, you know, website to make a post about humane training tools. And that's how trainhumane.org got formed. And it's going to become our educational arm of Walk and Think because it's not just a product that we sell. It really does have a very big mission. And our mission is to end the choking of dogs and training and on walks because it doesn't make sense and it just hurts the dog. So that's how trainhumane.org got started. Well, Alicia, I want to thank you for being you in the world and, and changing it. Um, and until next thank week, for choosing to how much fun to can you have Andy's with your animal? Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals? <laughs>